welcome, 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 podcast viewers and listeners and all of that jazz. We are actually live. Yeah. Mm. So this is episode uh, episode number six of the live cast or 92 of the Fret Talk podcast. You are here with your host, Mr. Budget Pedal Chap. That's this guy. You are here with the guy over there in the purple shirt. That's uh, Lee, Lee Pedalbordadoom. I believe it's uh, Scandinavian surname. <laughs> uh, and you yes. are here with the Matt Quine of the podcast world, Mr. Matt Quine. So, hi. Hi, Matt. Well, hey. Do you know, I've just noticed, which is interesting, I've noticed that the viewers have gone up, but you know where it says how many, like, who's joined? That hasn't increased. So it just says that Matt's watching, but no one else, even though we've got like four people watching. Unless Matt's watching it with like... All of his eyes or something. I don't know. <laughs> he's, yeah, he's, he's streaming on multiple devices just to get those those views straight up. Yeah. So, hi, hi four people, uh, including Matt, so that's three people. Um, <laughs> it goes up, it goes down. There we go. We get millions. Right. Uh, so, uh, let's, let's start as we mean to go on. What have we been up to this week, guys? Um, Lee, you said you hadn't been up to anything, and then... Just before we went on the live cast, you went, oh, actually, yeah, I've done shitloads. So, go on, you can kick us off. Well, not, not shitloads. The main thing I've been doing is trying to fix this poxy mixer um, because that's what caused us to mess up last, um, the last live stream. Effectively, my mixer does in and out so um, we can hear each other and we can like, live stream as well. And, and it just... Bleh. It stopped doing it for some reason, yeah, which is it, really yeah, it decided, irritating. It decided it, it would only do one of those two things, didn't it? Yeah, yeah. And, and what was really annoying is it would do both, but not at the same time. So it would do one <laughs> yeah. or the other. And oh my goodness. Oh, I was. How stressed was I? Um, on a scale of one to seven, probably five and a half. <laughs> five and a half. <laughs> so that that's what I've mainly been doing. Um the other thing I've been doing is my strat. I've got uh, in the bridge of my strat, I've got a, a humbucker. It's a, a single coil size humbucker from Seymour Duncan. It's a JB Junior. Okay. And I've been wanting to split it for ages because what I wanted was to have it so it played like a normal strat and then I could kick the humbucker in by splitting uh, by tapping the pot and I couldn't work out how to do that. I know it's only a couple of wires that need swapping around, but which wires it was, I couldn't work out. But I've tapped it, so yeah. I'm yeah. All I've got to do is have the volume pot pulled up in order to have the full strat sound. So yeah, um, I was quite happy with that. Got some and, good. And tones. how do you how do you find the uh, the split sound with it? It's, it is a split, oh. not a tap, isn't it? The split sound with the the booker. Um, yeah, it, it sounds fine. It's never going to be as good as a, a decent set of um, high-class single coils that are designed to sound like 59 strats or whatever. But it's, you know, with that versatility, you know, it, it's fine for me. And I use so many effects, obviously, um, that, you know, it's nice to have that single coil in a bridge option. Okay, yeah, yeah. I was going to say, single coil in the bridge is, is usually the... Uh, the position that people tend to shy away from the most on, on a strat. Do you know I like it? I like I like going to the, the to the bridge and not having that massive <laughs> jump and getting that quackiness. Let's take you it know, to I, the bridge, guys. Let's take it to the bridge. <laughs> yeah, man. What have you guys been up to? 
Oh, oh, Matt, you've been drinking, haven't you? <laughs> yeah, um, if, if I'm very quiet on this cast, I'm just off the back of 13 hours drinking and like 11 hours of sleeping. So, yeah, um, to be honest with you, I don't think I've picked up the guitar since we recorded on Wednesday. Indeed. Um, but as a little sneak preview, uh, what did we do on Wednesday, Matthew? We recorded tomorrow's cast, which will be last week's cast if you're listening to it on the cast, rather than live. But yeah, um, so <laughs> I've, put <laughs> <laughs> I've put pickups in my gold top Les Paul copy, my vintage. Um, I've put some Fletcher pickups in that, which are sounding awesome. Um, and I've been learning more songs for the new band. Indeed. Uh, you, uh, I was, I was thinking... Known? I was thinking slightly more specifically, what did we do differently on Wednesday? Bear in mind yeah. that I was listening to this uh, today as a quality check. Oh, Christ, so, yeah. So I oh, know. yeah, I hosted, didn't I? I hosted the podcast. You did indeed. Oh, right. It was Because fo- somebody was, was, was doing things before the cast, which meant they couldn't write one. <laughs> yeah, so, yeah, exactly that. Yeah, in fact, I think I still have the running order. So for everybody, this is what the cast is going to be about tomorrow. There you go. <laughs> there you go. Now see your sneak preview. Yeah, it's uh, it's it's the first ever Matt cast, and it is. It's it's wonderful. I uh, I had is that, is that other than all the other podcasts and stuff that Matt does? <laughs> I don't. I, I'm not the main host on any of the podcasts I do. Uh, I, I I like to turn up completely unprepared and just talk shit for an hour or two. I mean, that's that's <laughs> largely my my shtick as well. I I just write some stuff down just before. <laughs> but God, <laughs> that's that's uh, for for the viewers, uh, for the listeners, even that's that's Lee regretting life decisions. There, <laughs> <laughs> I was just thinking, what do you do? Do you just go in and put and put like Fender news in? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's it. I just write Fender in big big capital letters, and then we just make the rest up. <laughs> well, what I did on on Wednesday as a spoiler alert is I typed gear news into the internet and then picked some topics. Funny that. <laughs> I did I think, something similar earlier. Uh, there's there's some similarities with with quite a few podcasts there. I, I am I am assuming. I'm not going to yeah. cast any aspersions or name any names, but um, I think that might be a running theme with a fair few. Probably. There you go. You've you've just given away the uh, the insider insider knowledge there. And what I'm going to have to do in the podcast now is bleep that bit out. So that. <laughs> People don't know. That's it, yeah. <laughs> don't know the secrets. That's it. Anyone could do a podcast if they've got that uh, that website. I'm um, going to have to get a quieter um, keyboard. Cause it's like... So oh, if yeah, you hear yeah. that noise on the podcast... Yeah, that, I'll, tr- I'll try and me. edit it out as much as possible, but I am but one man. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man, I... I this keyboard is actually a Mac keyboard, and I use a PC, so it, it's really unhelpful as well. So yeah, because you you go to press so you, at, and it's like a, a quotation, quotation mark. mark. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, there's so many things that that piss me off about this. It really is bad. Absolutely. <laughs> I think uh, I think we can all sympathise with that. Um, but let's uh, let's keep this ball rolling. Uh, meanwhile, I'm trying to not burp down the microphone. 
Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I think a fizzy a fizzy drink was a bad choice. I usually go for water, but I was I was a little bit pressed for time. So oh, just that's to... really irritating me. Sorry, what, sorry. Me? Proper, you know, no, you've know, resized the windows. No, no, I resized the windows slightly. I've just noticed they're ever so slightly off. <laughs> <laughs> and it's frustrating the hell out It's of like me. three pixels, it's fine. <laughs> A moment, it's three pixels. <laughs> yeah, three pixels can make the difference. Um, so what have I been up to this week? Um, aside from obviously the stuff that we've we've talked about on Wednesday and will be out tomorrow, I'm gonna gonna leave that as a surprise. Um, but I uh, I released a YouTube video this week uh, about the JSA hot toddy. Um, Which one? The the hot toddy. By who? By JSA Effects. Okay. Um, so essentially, it's. Um, based around the Timmy, um, but it's using discrete op amps, uh, which apparently opens up the circuit quite a lot. It's it's a very very versatile pedal. Um, so it's got it's got a diode selection between two, four, and then no diodes. And using that and and the the uh, two band EQ, you can get from kind of transparent um a, a transparent presence push to kind of all out balls balls to the wall rock um so yeah very i i, I deem it the uh, the swiss army knife of the the drive pedal world um in the video sure less than metal zone um uh no <laughs> cuz Metal zones don't don't do clean, do they? They just they start at driven and then they go ridiculous. The the new ones clean up uh, now when you turn the volume down, which okay. is really yeah, in all honesty, that's really really cool. Yeah, there's, but there's a, a a slight stigma that comes along with the metal zone, whereas. Um, the the Timmy is kind of widely regarded as a um, as a pedal board favourite, and the uh, the JSA Hot Toddy uh, very much um, is a is a brilliant addition to that. Yeah, yeah. Um, I've I've wanted a Timmy for a while, and I, I really will get on to Paul when I've got got some funds, and um, I'll get one. <clears throat> Yeah, like, like oh, say, look, look, uh, look at that, Mister Tate coming on and putting Metal Zone with a little poo sign, and I've seen him rock a Metal Zone. <laughs> <coughs> tut, 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 tut. Uh, so we we've, we've got our, our Mister Tate in the uh, in the chat. Yep. Yeah, Let, of course. Let's we give have. him a let's give him a shout out because uh, very recently his um, his pedals have made their way into. <laughs> into the Anderton stock list so oh yeah man oh, I'm so happy about that uh, you know it's I've seen Stu go for this from like day one and well as much as I not quite day one but nearly and yeah. just to get up to this point where um, what happened is he sent a couple of pedals over to Pete um, Danish Pete uh, he tried them out showed them to Lee Lee liked them as well and um, yeah and they were, they've done a deal with him they've uh, 
bought a few in. So at the moment, they're only stocking the Anteras and the Razor Dead. The Razor Dead, yeah, yeah. <coughs> I might like to point out you can also buy both of those at pedalboardsofdoom.com. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, what was that? And the rest of his range. You've dropped, oh. dropped, the, dropped the plug down there. Watch out for that. <laughs> I'm like looking on the floor. I see. Um, yeah, you got, right. I've, I've not got my shoes on. I'll, uh, I'll watch out for that plug. <laughs> um, but yeah. But yeah, hats, hats, off to, hats off to Stu for that. And, um, Massively I, cool. I watched the, uh, the Danish Pete review of the two, two pedals as well. And man, that <laughs> guy can play. Um, oh yeah, that's not news though, is it? Uh, um, could be. It could be for someone. Um, <laughs> but there's, there's a part in it. He's, he's kind of, he's rocking the Antares. He's, he's kind of getting down with it. He's, like getting in the groove and then he kicks on the rise of the dead and you just see his face go yeah yeah and, and he's just like yep yeah i know that feeling um just yeah a sink like a single knob fuzz who would have thought that it would be that immense yeah it, it is um i i've 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 always said about that that pedal, you know, the best way to set up a um, a fuzz face is to have everything on on yeah, ten. Yeah, dime it, dime it, yeah. Yeah, and, and that's kind of what he's done. He's kind of like taken the option away from you and just gone, yeah, look, there's a volume, but um, you know, really, yeah. just just turn it up and turn your fucking amp down if you want it quieter. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it it is a a blinding pedal. Um, Absolutely, you know, it really is. Oh god! I want to see some thumbs up and stuff. People send some likes so we can see them scrolling across the. Uh, not your thumb, your bellend. <laughs> I want to see some things scrolling across the screen. How do we do that? Can I do that? No, I can't do that because I'm the one streaming it. I can't even see the screen, mate. So yeah, this is the best I'm getting. So yeah, I've done that. Um, oh look, they're popping up. Well, hey. Uh, also today, I uh, I did a little bit of recording with my uh, with my buddy Mr. Yeomans. Um Two things that uh, that I really enjoyed about doing that. I mean, recording recording our our tracks is always good fun. Um, but about five or six years ago, I bought a Gibson Midtown uh, with the the kind of sight to use it as a recording tool for the uh for the band and that hasn't happened until today so (laughs) good things come to those who wait um i used it on a on a track that's a bit a little bit kind of um need your love so bad and it sounded absolutely immense for that absolutely that that song's like the uh the song that everyone has in every single covers band isn't it (laughs) yeah but it, yeah, it's, I mean, it's it's that for a reason because it's just it's an absolute classic. Yeah. Um, and you can you can really get your your bluesy chops over the top of it. Um, but also he bought. Um, he, I don't know if I'm allowed to mention this because uh, his missus don't know yet. But he bought. Um, <laughs> Is she watching? Uh, maybe <laughs> I don't know. I can't see the I can't see the feed. Um, he, he bought a strat about uh, two or three weeks ago um, so, so it's like a made in Mexico 50s strat um, but it has uh, the nitro finish on it uh, and 
like the moment he got it, he sent it to the luthier to get it set up and and get like a new nut put on it, so that it was just perfect. And he bought it to practice today, um, and it's got a seven point two five radius. And I, I I've been swearing adamant that I do not like seven point two five radiuses. Played this and it just felt it felt so good. So I don't know. <clears throat> it re- I think there's a lot more to a guitar other than just a neck. You might not like that sort of neck on one guitar, but you might like it on another. It can be depend on the, you know, on the length and these sort of bits and pieces as well. So um, sorry, it's not the length because that is the bloody length, but it <laughs> it can depend on like the shape of it. It it really is so steady on there, different Lee. with every. <laughs> it, it's <laughs> it's so different with every single guitar. Um, you should take a guitar as it comes. Again, that's what she said. <laughs> Can I, I just I just saw that um, someone joined, and it reminded me of something I listened to this week. Um, Adrian Fork just joined in uh, from Forpy FX. And you are Adrian. Oh, lis- right, mate. <laughs> I listened to a podcast he did this week. Um, oh bloody hell! Who did he do it with? All right, look look on Adrian on Forpy's um, uh, Facebook page because unless he puts up who it was with. Uh, but it was really, really good. It was really interesting. Uh, I've met Adrian a few times, but I learned a lot more about him and the company from listening to that. And it was really, really interesting. It's got Didn't really good taste the, in music uh, as well. The, the Fret Talk podcast interview that we did with him some some months, maybe a year or so back, was it? No. <laughs> right then, I'll just, uh, I'll just go fuck myself then. Yeah. <laughs> no, it, it was really, really interesting. I'm, you know, I, I missed that one that you did with Adrian, unfortunately, but I can always go back and listen to it. Yeah, it's still available on iTunes. Go, go check it out. Uh, yes, Tone Mob. It was with, with Tone Mob. Tone Mob. With the Tone Mob. <laughs> yeah. Ah, right, yeah, cool. Uh, Blake, Blake Wallen, is it? Yeah. Cool. I'll have to check that out. I've, uh, I, I do like, I do occasionally uh, check out the Tone Mob stuff. I'm not a not a weekly um, listener because <coughs> some of the some of the companies I just I've never heard of and I I just don't know if I can care too much about. But whenever I do have a little stint with it, I'm always uh, always find that podcast really interesting. Uh, I always check, <laughs> I check him out on the uh, uh, the. One plus one as well. The chasing time. Uh, yeah, I love that. I, Brian cracks me up. He really is a funny guy. <laughs> yeah, he's a, he's a bit cantankerous, isn't he? Um, uh, yeah, I, I just think he he's. I wouldn't say he's cantankerous because he's really friendly with it. I want to hear yeah. Jason on that. I, I really want to hear Jason because Jason's got. He's such a funny fucker. Um, it, they so did Jason do Martin. one with Jason. Um, did they? I missed it. Yeah. I can't remember when it was. I'm sure it was with Jason. I'm going to get uh, him on here. Yeah, yeah. <clears throat> By all means, yeah. In fact, I've seen him in, in comment sections in, on Facebook. We'll have to vet him first. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Just realised, when, when my uh, mouse hovers over you guys, it sits there. It looks like you've got a mouse-shaped wart. 
I should move that. <laughs> That's. Um, I don't know what you're laughing at, Matt. It comes up when you're there as well. <laughs> I don't care. <laughs> I don't think much bothers you I, right at this moment, does it? <laughs> if I cared about what I looked like on the internet, I wouldn't go on the internet ever. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I have looked better. I've definitely looked better. So it's middle age for you, though, isn't it? Everything middle starts age. rounding out. Yeah, once you hit that 25, you know, it's all downhill from there, isn't it? Uh, right, so I reckon it's about time we do some news. You uh, you ready for some news, boys? Yep, you lead yep. us and I'll put the images up or what have you. Right. Right, let's throw some curveballs at him so he's he's not prepared. Oh, <laughs> Please. Right, Joy D seed, yeah? Oh, fuck off. <laughs> <laughs> Right, right let's no, so let's let, let's be nice to him. Go on, Fen- the, we're going to start off with Fender because they've had a bit of a rough time recently with some some allegations. <laughs> Have they? Yeah, they had a fine. Did they? The end of last month. How did I for, miss that? For one of their people being involved with price fixing, we covered it a little bit more in depth tomorrow. Okay. All right, <laughs> we, we, we covered it tomorrow. I love uh, <laughs> I love how this works. Um so I, I reckon it's it's our public public duty to kind of get them back on track and just 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 heads up. I damage. know you, I know you can't see the what's happened on the live stream, but I've got the picture up already of the sixty six, so please don't talk about the other ones because <laughs> that picture's already up. <laughs> we want to maintain a level of professionalism. Here's me trying to kind of <laughs> trying to ease us into it, and you're just there swinging your sixty six about. Come and have a look at this, lads. <laughs> so yeah, the big the, old seventies headstock. That's it. <laughs> so you can't get enough of that. So sixty six um, named because apparently the jazz bass was a sixties thing. And it's got six strings. That's why it looks like a wonky strap body, because it's a jazz bass yeah, body. Yeah, right. it, it is literally a wonky strap body, yeah. <laughs> so I was going, why, why would they not just put it on a normal strap body? Why have they created a new body shape, but they haven't had it as a bass body? No, they they left these strap bodies by the radiator, and they melted a bit, and they thought, <laughs> oh, we've got, got to use them. I've got to say, I really love this. I, I don't like where the pickup selector is, but other than that... Um, where, where is the pickup selector on this? Cause I'm... Bottom horn. Excuse me, ma'am. Um, it's, on, it's on the bottom horn. <laughs> bottom horn. It, and it's not angled yeah. either. It's, it's like dead straight. No, it's dead straight right where the bottom horn, just about where it finishes. Directly under the, um, directly under the, the bridge, uh, so the neck pickup. Oh, oh, that's but like that's, lower, lower down, but in that sort of like directly yeah. under that. That's that's not great because that <clears> is prime <throat> prime hitting it when you when you're strumming position. That is, yeah. Um, yeah. It's I suppose it's going to be similar to it, just along a little bit to where it would be if it was a telly. Nah, it's a lot more further forward than if it was a telly. The telly selector is underneath the bridge pickup. Yeah, it's past where the bridge pickup is, isn't it? Yeah, it's I kind of like don't have a proper telly. Would be. Um, <laughs> don't have yeah. a proper telly. Is it? Is it a Les Paul? <laughs> <laughs> no, it's a Cabernet. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yours is uh, is further back even still, isn't it? Yeah, mine's really a three-way to... toggle behind the bridge, so I never touch it. <laughs> That's it. Okay. Whack it on the bridge pickup. Full, full volume. Have it. 
so they're they're HSS. Uh, they're they're covered pickups as well, aren't they? Or- yeah, it's two telly style covers on the the singles. Yeah. Uh, so we've got modern C neck, uh, vintage style trim. So as good as useless. Um, uh, yeah, it depends on how it's set up. It really does. Yeah. So if it's set up with the with five springs and it the claw screwed to the screw to the body, you're fine. And then other otherwise, yeah. Well, just, my, my Strat's got the same bridge as that, more or less. It probably is the same bridge as that, to be fair. And yeah. um, it's fine. But I've, I've spent you know, a good good amount of time setting it up, but it is fine. It stays in tune. It does what I need it to do. Fair play. Maybe I've got a fair special play. one. <laughs> I like it, though. All right. All right. All right. Bet you, right. have, Bet you have, mate. Um, <laughs> I've tried that myself, to see. <laughs> I've, I've got... Probably about four strats, and I, I've decked decked all of them because, yeah, the, I mean, I don't have to don't have to go on about how uh, how strat trims are notorious for being <laughs> not good. Um, so as long as it's no, not a Floyd Rose, mate. <laughs> but they they actually stay in tune. So this one don't. <laughs> so it's so one of my old guitars and I'm um, it, JF, redoing no, it for my brother JF, but I'm, uh, no no it's um, so I don't even think this company's still going oh shine check out that headstock man and check that, out this look at that that's uh, that's gaudy isn't it can you tell I couldn't afford a gem at the time <laughs> <laughs> this is uh, just for the podcast isn't it? I think this is called an SLN uh, 62 or something like that and it's uh, by a company called Shine I think they're a Chinese company in fact no doubt about it um, yeah it's essentially like an HSS uh, HSH Super Strat isn't it exactly yeah and it was one of my first guitars it's got jumbo frets and all that sort of bits and pieces a Floyd yeah. Rose system it's a proper Super Strat but it's uh, I get, to be fair I gigged that for years and you know it was a fucking nightmare. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I had problems every time. Oh, um, yeah, I mean, I I, I gigged um, uh, one of the kind of lower end Ibanez RGs with the Wizard Three, which was supposed to be notorious for being shit, and I abused that trem system, and I I, I only have, ever had good things to say about it. But it was the I, problem that if you ever broke a string, you are <laughs> fucked. I hate the fretboards <laughs> on them. I really do. They're just so flat. I just, I've, oh, I, I love hate them. Absolutely, absolutely hate them. I, f- I find them difficult <coughs> to play now because I've grown up. But, yeah. Uh, <laughs> like back then, I, I absolutely loved it. Um, and to be fair, it's still considering how much you paid for it and like the 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 price point of the guitar. It's it's a really decent piece of kit. And it's got P90s in it now, so... Wee! Oh, I haven't got a P90s guitar. I really want one. Oh, I've got... I think three now. No, four, if you class. So I've got this really weird uh, Vox guitar, which has got um, got pickups that have got a, a little toggle switch where it goes between humbucker and P90 mode. And th- they're fantastic. But the the... The higher up models would go between humbucker, P90, and single coil mode. 
So I feel a little bit cheated. <laughs> we just have to get one of them as well, won't you? Yeah, well, maybe, yeah. I mean, just, they just are wicked thought. guitars, to be fair. But we were talking about a 66 and we've ended up talking about super strats. I think, I think that probably says it all, doesn't it? <coughs> I mean, the, the alternate, alternate reality stuff, um, it all kind of, it all flooded out at once, didn't it? Yeah, um, it's just kind of a big splurge. And then they're released, <laughs> then they're actually releasing them over a period of time. Is that right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, so, so you, put, you, you put your pre-orders in, yeah. So this is the first of the of the alternate realities. They, Do you know what these I guitars mean, are? These are the sort of guitars that you won't buy, but once in your life you'll go to a gig and someone will be playing one, and you'll be like, oh, it's one of them, go on, let's have a go. And that'll be it. That'll be your whole experience with it. To be fair, um, I'd say that more about the uh, the parallel universe stuff, <clears> where that's, that stuff was cost-prohibitive. These, yeah, yeah. They're, they're cheap enough for you to go, yeah, go on, I'll get one. Because um, this one's coming in at 779. And this is, it's not the most expensive, but it's not the not the cheapest uh, in that range as well. So, I mean, you, you're talking around kind of like the five to the to the 800-ish mark for, for all of that stuff in that range. And I thought that was absolutely brilliant. Yeah. That was a stroke of genius. The only thing as we discussed a couple of weeks ago was on the um, that I can't remember the name of that guitar, but the one that I really liked that you guys didn't, and they've moved yeah. it over to humbuckers, and I wanted it to stay as like a the meteora. Oh, the, yeah, the, that's the, the one. The meteora. The meteora. The meteora. What is on about? <laughs> oh yeah, don't don't think you do uh, Domino's do a meteora pizza. What? What? <laughs> sure they do. Sure they do. They'll have, they should have them for that. Moving on. Right, what's the next one? <laughs> um, <laughs> okay. Right, so um old old Jimmy. Boom. Jimmy, do you know Wait. the the the, the fender fender Wait, artist, the Jimmy? Defender artist. Uh, Jimmy, Jimmy Hendrix. Yeah, the, the, <laughs> The guy who you think of when you say Jimmy and you say Fender. No, it's Jimmy Page. Hendrix. What are you talking about? It's Jimmy Page. He's, he's, he's got some Telecasters. He's got I've some got to apologise because I, I, I know what people are going to be thinking because they're thinking the same thing as us. Why are we covering this again? But there is a reason. <laughs> there is a reason. We don't um, have to. We can, we, can move, we can move on if we want. <laughs> No, I, I've got no, I've got fine. a picture up now of Jimmy uh, Jimmy Page's uh, lower half where he's holding um, a violin bow <laughs> as if it was an appendage. I think that's a special interest picture there, my friend. <laughs> In fact, Matt, can you see how he's holding the fretboard? It does look yeah. really bad. <laughs> he's not actually fretting any notes, is he? He's just got his whole fist around it. <laughs> he's moving his fist along the, and he's along the shaft of the <laughs> And he's whacking it with the other hand with the bow. Oh, we're going to yeah, enjoy this too much. <laughs> suppose you, you get to that age and you do, you have to do what you do, don't you, I suppose? Dirty bastard. <laughs> uh, so, let, let's, let's not lower ourselves to smut. Jimmy Page has got a piece of wood between his hands <laughs> uh, so uh, the, the specs have come out for these uh, these Jimmy Page telecasters 
and um, so we've got uh, two piece ash bodies on all of them I believe uh, 7.25 inch radius as would be the original um, I believe the custom shop ones um, are they have been um, modelled on the, the profile of his neck uh, the neck of the original one right um, a really interesting thing that I found out is that they're, they're top loading bridges are they really? right okay okay which well, that's cool because so what... that's exactly what I've done with the, the the actual telly that I have that isn't a Cabernita um, I've made top loading because it puts a lot, of st- lot less stress on the strings just for yeah, people yeah, wondering yeah, yeah. what it is I'm loading. doing where I'm getting really close to the screen that's me trying to look at the bridge of the guitar <laughs> on my screen I'm like going ooh <laughs> <laughs> Neil was yeah. you saying that we we shouldn't Shouldn't report on this one. Nothing new to nothing new to see here, lads. Nothing new to see. That is see, it's a top loader. Um, <laughs> what else we got? Uh, Fifty-eight custom shop pickups for the the expensive motherfuckers. Um, nitro paint on them all as well. So um, uh, yeah. th- there's been a comment on here, and it, it's um, you know this isn't a, a view of pedalboards of doom or, or fret talk, but this is just what one of the guys has said. He said um, you really can't. Uh, stand this cash out from Fender. The June page telly is is a, is a joke, and it's just a reason to make an extra thirty grand off of fans who don't know any better. What's your take on that, guys? I mean, the, the top the, t- the top end ones. I don't think it's it, it's any different from what PRS do with John Mayer or what Gibson do with Joe Bonamassa stuff. About well, so do, they, do they cost thirty grand though? Yeah, so the John Mayer amp was what eleven thousand pounds, and they did a twelve thousand pound guitar before that. So it's it's uh, the only reason it's thirty grand is because you have to buy both the tellies at the same time. It's just it, at the end of the day, there are collectors of big artist stuff that are going to pay that kind of money. So they'd be stupid not to cash in on that, and at the same time. The artists will be making a hell of a cut on it as well. So it's not just the company. The artist is as, as involved as the company. Yeah, yes. I, I think they, they, they aren't the only people doing it. And although it's, it's not a practice that I would particularly follow. Um, and when you think of Jimmy Pate, as I, as I kind of uh, took the piss out of at the start of this, when you think of Jimmy Page, there's there's possibly about three or four guitars before you get to Fender. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, there is. Yeah, you, Les Paul is obviously number one. Then you think of the double necked SG. Yep. And then yeah, Danny I mean you, you got your Dano in there as well, which <laughs> yep. is yeah, DC. Is it fifty nine? Yeah, the D, yeah, the DC fifty nine. Um, so I I know that the the Telecaster was uh, was very much. Uh, synonymous with the the really early days of uh, of Zep, but when you think of Jimmy Page, you do think of a Les Paul, and it's it's just that simple. It wasn't. It, well, it wasn't. It might have been Vistelli, but it didn't look like this when he, when you was doing like a um, whole lot of love and these sort of things when he was playing that. Um, in, is it that black and white video? Was that a whole lot of love? I think it was, wasn't it? Yeah. Uh, by that point, he had the dragon finish in it. I think. Did it really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So. yeah. The the mirror finish was back in like their Led Zeppelin one times. 
Okay. No, I yeah, I, I, only re- I, I never remember seeing it on because uh, they did a, a a gig for a Danish TV show or something like that, and I remember it had the it had the pattern on, but it was it was a black and white um, uh, broadcast, so obviously the vibrant colours. It just looks like the, a mess. Well, yeah, it, it it just looks like a patterns telly, but obviously you can see the the fact that it's like neon uh, neon colours on it. So it's not something that I would particularly follow, but it's like everyone else is doing it. Why would you not? And if you if you if you have got that kind of tentative link to an artist such as Jimmy Page, then fuck, why don't you use it? Yeah, yeah, I suppose so. Yeah, I, I think it's a collector's piece and I think there's a lot of people out there who pay a lot of money to collect these and then they move them on later because that's what they like to do. People collect old cars, people collect old guitars or famous guitars, you know. Uh, it's it's That's what it's for. It's not for people to play. Yeah, yeah, I think if you <coughs> distinguish the difference between the two, the fact that it is, it, it's there as a collector's piece rather than, a, rather than an instrument. But <coughs> to Fender's credit as well, they haven't just done the the twenty three grand custom shop versions. They've done two slightly more affordable versions as well. So they've they've got um, they've got the the standard mirror, which is uh, two three four nine, uh, and then just the Jimmy Page Tele, which is kind of spec'd similarly uh, for one four, I think it is. So what? Uh, sorry, one two five nine. Oh, that's not bad. That, that, that's that's really good actually. So what's the difference between those ones? Is it pickups or is it hardware or what? Don't tell anyone, but there isn't any difference. <laughs> <laughs> I think the the one's more of a production model, whereas the other one, the the mirror one, <laughs> comes with the the discs and. Um, right. Okay. Yeah, uh, I I don't know the exact um, differences, uh, but one thing that I found out when doing a bit of research on this as well. Hmm. Uh, one of those tellies comes with a violin bow. Whee! I I would hope that it was like a like a, a Jimmy Page signed violin bow, or like a Fender engraved violin bow, rather oh, than just I bet some cheap that. Chinese shit that you get from like a twenty quid violin. <laughs> when you get these thirty grand ones, I bet there's a whole load of merch that comes with it. It's all signed and a whole lot of merch. And like Jimmy Page just rubbed it against his <laughs> chest and stuff like that. You know, oh dear, it's... you you are a dirty <laughs> bastard this evening, Lee. <laughs> <laughs> if I met Jimmy Page, I'd probably be rubbing my face against his chest. Only his chest. <laughs> it's 2019. Consent is a thing, my friend. <laughs> you can get away with anything now. <laughs> Dear um, me. I've never met Jimmy Page, but I've met Robert Plant. Have you? I have, because he, he used to come over for the TT every year for about oh. 15 years in the 90s. And early 2000s, and his favourite spot to watch was about 300 metres away from my house. Oh, cool. Um, it was on the inside of nice. Greba Bri- Bridge, so um, I met him a couple of times. Unfortunately, the years I met him, I was seven and eight, and I didn't really know what Led Zeppelin was, whereas now I look back and go, yeah. <laughs> I fucking wish I could meet him again now. <laughs> so here's a bit of a story for you. My, my mate Stu, his uh, mum and dad, they used to hang out with Led Zeppelin when, uh, when Led Zeppelin were really young. And um, they were just like rehearsing in schools and stuff, but she had no idea who who they were. Um, um, Chris, it, it, Stu's dad, he he knew, you know, what they were becoming and these sort of things. But um, 
his mum came um she just uh yeah she was telling me like how she was like bit they were telling her like dirty jokes and stuff like that and she was telling them dirty jokes back and all these sort of things and just had no idea that's pretty cool dirty that. jokes yeah yeah. <laughs> yeah apparently uh robert plant does uh does a fair bit for the the music scene not too far away from uh from where i live he's a he's a west midlander and a uh our plant so he's 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 often seen in in the uh the local kind of live music pubs uh around here apparently um my mate my mate richard's son married his daughter or vice versa or something like that as well that's that's Something. <laughs> it's very tenuous, isn't it? That's it. Yeah, that's a that's a tentative link. Um, <laughs> let's uh, let's head on. Oh, we uh, have with got a treat for you guys now. Oh my goodness! Right here, let let me just tell you something. Okay, this next item we're going to talk about. When I downloaded it, downloaded the image, it was automatically called. I didn't name it this. It was automatically called. Shit strap, ha ha. <laughs> <laughs> so, so I think that's a uh, a little bit of an insight into into what we're talking about. So, uh, the the thing that I found really really funny about this story. So it's Matt Heafy uh, and Richter uh, doing a double strap. What's going um, on with that picture? Which <coughs> is something that. Is it's not new, but they decided uh, to make the the official an- announcement on April the first. Uh, so, of course, people right. people started absolutely ripping the piss out of it. Um, so essentially, double strap. It's uh, Matt Heafy was com- uh, complaining that. Uh, he had loads of like shoulder and back pains because he's his uh, his guitar of choice is a is a Les Paul and Les Pauls are often big old chunks of hogany. Um So he was he was moaning that um, he was having back problems with it. The solution then is to have like almost like a belt strap around the centre part of your your guitar and have another strap that fits around your 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 other shoulder. I'm sorry, but he'd have, he'd have looked less like a pillock if he'd gone and sat down and looked like he was a member of Bloody Westlife. <laughs> this is ridiculous. It's only for the key changes, that is. Uh, no. <laughs> no, they stand up for the key changes, mate. That's it, yeah. That's how you know the key changes coming because they all yeah. get up off the chair. Can, can I just? Well, he, he, he's going to play in the same key, so he'll just sit down the whole night. Can I just add to this, right? You know, he's. <laughs> he's gone to the length that he's his guitar has got EMGs that are white. The guitar's white with a uh, black senpai blinded. The whole fretboard is white. It's got a matched white headstock. Everything about it is white. Then the Big the blacks. the um the strap over his shoulder, over one shoulder, it yeah, mirrors white and it, it mirrors the fretboard. The so fretboard, it looks yeah, like it mirrors the fretboard. Then the strap going around the actual guitar is black. It's just a black bit of Velcro. Yeah, it's it's like a black nylon strapping, isn't it? What? And then it's got. Could, it's could got he not get a lot. white strap? <laughs> it's, uh, so, I'm sorry, wasn't it his strap? So surely he could have made it white if he wanted yeah. to. Yeah. <laughs> and it just makes it look so cheap, doesn't it? 
So, I mean, there were so many better solutions to, to this problem than the one that they've proposed here. Um, yeah, like, go to the gym. Work on yeah, your back I mean, muscles. Yeah, it's... God. I mean, you say, you say that, but Matt Hafey is, is actually quite a built chap. Um, so... It doesn't look like it in this picture. Doesn't he do, like, mixed martial arts or something? I'm pretty sure he's I think, like some I think that's racist. I think that's racist. Just assuming because he's, cause he's <laughs> what, and he gets beaten up Oriental like, that like he's down he by can a do kung I, fu. I, I, I'm you. not suggesting that at all. I'm pretty sure he fights for one of the promotions underneath um, the UFC. I don't think he's UFC itself, but I think he's one of the smaller ones. Yeah, so he's he's a pretty built chap, and I'm I'm sure I've seen like um, like tour documentaries of of Trivium. Where like he goes to the gym in between, um, in between like work hours. That's probably like the only time he ever went, just for that video. Just yeah, 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 yeah. Just like go. Oh yeah, I'm always working out. Uh, keep my body in shape. Uh, yeah, man. Look, he needs to see an osteopath. He doesn't need to get this stupid belt thing. And we, oh god. I mean, it's not something that I'll be running out to the shops to buy myself. He's had a bit of a uh, tough luck though. I'm Matt Hafey as well because um, after the uh, after the second album, I think the um, the the physicians and doctors uh, warned him that if he carried on with his vocal technique, that he'd end up with no voice by the time he was thirty or something. So he had to start like m- the singing. melodic singing rather than the the growly stuff. Oh, shame. I know, yeah. I'm sure it's it's been a, a detriment to his music ever since. Right, we've we've got some input on this um, from uh, often host or often co-host of the show, Arton. Ayrton. Arton. How do you say that? Ayrton. Ayrton. Right. Ayrton has said he's uh, so Ayrton's a, a fan of Trivium by the looks of things. Is that fair to say? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. He's very much that kind of music. Because when he we does, put this he up, he said, "Yeah, metal. my man." <laughs> um, right, so he said, um, "Yeah, when I saw them, lo- oh no, wrong one." He said he's no. been using this for about a year now because he has a heavy guitar, especially the seven string. He's also a fighter, so it helps with that. There you go. Great. So yeah, he's yeah, I mean, corroborated <laughs> your uh, your story. It looks but... rubbish, and <laughs> it, yeah, it, mate. It, um... Seriously, I, I gig Les Pauls. <laughs> I don't need one of these. Oh, man. Yeah. I mean, but to to his credit, he does it like every other night or whatever. So yeah, yeah, fair enough. You would think his muscles it, yeah. would would like strengthen them, wouldn't you? You would have thought so. I mean, Jimmy, Sorry, Jimmy could, Page used to do it back in the day. And exactly what I was about to say. I, I just wonder how everyone else who's ever gigged to Les Paul continuously has survived. <laughs> That's it. Mind you, Jimmy Page does walk a bit funny these days, so... That's because of the way he was older than that telly earlier. (laughs) 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 But boom, that was like proper comedy genius, you know, bringing it back round. Wee! Yes. (laughs) All comes around. I think it it loses a bit of the genius when you explain it to the... uh, Explain it to the (laughs) listeners. (laughs) Right, can we move on from the ship strap hard... uh, Sorry, shit strap ha-ha. 
<laughs> the shit strapper, <laughs> huh? Yeah, yeah. So there you go. You can get one of those for 159 euros. You are? What? If you so, so desire. <laughs> if you really want to look like a bell end, it's going to cost you Are you actually telling me that's the price? Yeah. So it's, I mean, because you're buying 159 two, euros. You're buying two straps, aren't you? So. <laughs> Yeah, so but fucking 15 quid. Two straps. One strap is about £7.50. Two straps is 15 quid. Now, if you buy a good quality one, mate, you, they can they can go to at least £25. <laughs> so and where do you get 150 fucking euros from? I assume that's the uh, the conversion rate with euros. I don't know. I, I don't know what a euro's worth. A lot more than it used to be. Eight pounds. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, probably, yeah. Right, <laughs> Someone so, just uh, said my mum can make this for five dollars. <laughs> <laughs> That's the Eric, Eric Tomlin, you're killing <laughs> me today, mate. Um Right, okay. They are a company. Oh, is it is this the only pedal company built by guitarists? That one. That, yeah, they are so. So they are groundbreaking pedals with the insight of a guitarist. So I mean, they are already like leagues above everyone else. I just noticed I'm doing very, very Donald Trump hand movements here, bigly. Uh, I'm gonna, I'm gonna stop because he's a person. Um, yes. So, so K K H D K. Um, Gary Holt, um, Paranormal Parametric EQ. So it's not a drive pedal. Woo! Uh, it's Parametric EQ. I um, watched a video, um, a project video on it. However, all the product video did was play some Slayer tunes. So, <laughs> you know. Isn't this made for the guy who... Um, uh, yeah, the who, guy who, who took over plays, Jeff. Yeah, 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 yeah. So yeah, so Gary Holt is uh, ex Exodus guitarist and Slayer. Oh, um, did he? Is he guitarist. from Exodus? Okay, that's interesting. Yes, it very much is. So, and have you I, seen this pedal? Uh, uh, yeah, I've, I've seen that it's it's got five knobs, maybe. Yeah, uh, and I assume they all <laughs> they all relate to a frequency, but nope. Not at all. If if the picture that we've got up is right, we've got a bass knob, a tone knob, a drive knob, a DW knob, and then some word that starts with F that I think is supposed to be que- frequency, but doesn't actually say anything. That's mid. Okay. There you go. It, but, mid. but why does it start with an F it if it's mid? It starts with an M. Nah, it definitely starts with an F. The one down the centre. Oh, sorry, sorry. Uh, that's mid. Oh, hang on a minute. Oh, okay. oh yeah. Okay. So the yeah. so the drive one isn't actually a drive knob. There's volume, and then the DW isn't a DW knob. It's mid. That's no, just... no. Sorry, sorry. I, I think you're missing. There's sliders on the left and the right. You got a volume slider. Oh, they just mid on the right. Volume slider and a mid slider, <laughs> and then we have so we have got drive. We have got freak, and then it's got in brackets. <laughs> oh, is that maybe HZ? Is it hate hertz, hertz maybe yeah. frequency in hertz maybe? Oh, so, so is that the Q? Not not the Q. Sorry, that that's the okay. So that's where you're picking it up. The Q. And then the DW would be what you're dialing or dialing out. Um, dry wet, dirty water. Ah, uh, dry wet. Yeah, so you can probably yeah, blend in drive maybe. I don't know. Oh, that's a, <laughs> that's an interesting idea. An EQ with a blend. 
but it's also got a built-in drive because there's a drive control. But what then? <laughs> then it's, it's not a. It's, it's no not longer it's a not parametric an EQ. EQ, is it? It's, it's a drive, a drive pedal. With, yeah, with a with a better EQ. It's a fucking metal zone. You, do you know what? Shitty. You're not far wrong there. I think you're right. It, it, it pretty much is a metal zone, isn't it? So, uh, yeah. So it's it's essentially a uh, an EQ pedal, but with a drive. So more than an EQ pedal. Um, they are they are limited to 250 units. Why? Why would you put uh, this much R and D into about a how pedal? Many like this, this has got a picture of some sort of wolf bat looking thing, and the eyes, um, the eyes light up as LEDs with upside down crosses in red. It's yeah. you know, there's a lot of effort being put into making this. Um, you know, it sure does sound like it's trying hard. Yeah, it, it's not an not a standard enclosure either. You know, you've got sliders and and concentric pots, not concentric pots. <laughs> um, it would be if it was metal zone, but you've got like the five pots on there, and everything's like the the pots are in an X sort of for, for, uh, formation. So you've got two at the top, one on the left and the right, one in the middle, halfway down, then and two below those. So they form yeah. an X. The, you know, this isn't a standard sort of enclosure. So they've put that much effort into creating a 250 pedals. That's stupid. <laughs> They're selling them for 195 as well. So, right, not not one pound ninety five. One nine five. If they were selling them for one pound ninety five, I'd get all 250. Do you know what though? I, I say all that, and I say it's stupid. I want one. Really? Yeah. Uh, I like. I like. Yeah, I, I, there aren't many fucks that I give about this. <laughs> uh, I mean, it, it's a running theme with uh, KHDK pedals. To be honest, I don't think they're they're aimed at me. Apart from the tube screamer, which I, I can get behind a tube screamer. However, I know that that one was designed by a guitarist, so it's got to be very good. <laughs> um, all joking aside, yeah, I think. I mean, they're they're very much aimed at a more extreme end of the market than I'm, I'm really looking for. So, do you know what? I was listening to know. Metallica this week because I, I I really do like Metallica a lot, and I was listening to Garage Inc, uh, which is a great album. It's all their like it's their cover album, and the, <laughs> I thought you said Gary I mean, Jink. <laughs> Who the fuck's Gary Jink? <laughs> no, the album Gary Jink. Uh, <laughs> it's, it's like it's I, a I sequel to Metallica Monsters Inc. Like I know Metallica's uh, former members. I know you had like Jason. I, I can't remember this Gary. Gary Jink. <laughs> Gary Jink. Yeah, he took over from Jason Newstead but left very quickly. <laughs> Any old yeah. Oh, um, I, I was listening to it and, and it struck me as like just how poor the, some of the tones are on, on that album. They really are. Oh, it's very much, let's let's just put every single knob on the amp all the way up to 12 just to see what happens. <laughs> yeah. are, are we going to talk about the monstrosity that is um, their cover of the Whiskey Nanga, in a Jar? No. Oh, no, their I cover of Whiskey in a Jar is great. <laughs> I really love that. Oh, my, yeah. oh, you two are musically... Not good. Do you want to know like something funny is... though? I was I was actually jamming along to that, and I wanted to jam along to the um, Metallica version, but it's like it, it's like a whole step down or something like that. 
So I found. I thought it was even further than that. I mean, it could well be, but I found a version on YouTube, a backing track version that was actually an E, and all they've done is transposed it. <laughs> James, James sounds like a fucking chipmunk. It's hilarious. Yeah. Oh, man. Dear. Oh, dear. Right, yeah, sorry. Um, <laughs> okay, right, <laughs> should we move, move on? Right, yeah, so uh, Headrush. Um, is our next thing? Oh shit! I didn't pull up. A, oh, well, we can't pull up a picture for that one because this no. Is so just I mean, this this was something that you'd uh, you'd had some eagle eyes on the uh, on the head rush. Uh, was it Instagram or Facebook page or something that, that teased something? Oh, I, I just um, googled it, uh, but I I looked at. I think it might <laughs> be in Gear News or somewhere like that. You know, as as you say, we do we scour the. Scar the internet for what news there is. Let's <coughs> go with that website for. No, actually, heard it. Heard it on pedalboards of doom. That that's where you hear all the latest news. <laughs> there you go. There you go. A couple of days after Lee's read it online. <laughs> so yeah, so, Headrush uh, have. Uh, sorry, mate. Uh, Headrush yeah. have uh, announced that um, they're going to be announcing something. So they announced that they will announce. <laughs> That's it. It's 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 like the precursor to something happening. This isn't it. Um, yeah. So it's, it's time for us to speculate, isn't it? Really, it's obviously going to be a a stomp alternative, isn't it? You reckon? So I I had two two kind of trains of thought here. I thought um, stomp alternative because I mean that that market seems ripe for the pickings or um, the effects from the unit. So to take on the the HX, I think the the HX Stomp has taken the pedal world really like by, by, by storm. Uh, so many people I know have got it. I'm still, as we discussed, I'm still apprehensive with all these digital sort of amp models and that sort of thing. Oh look at Matt wiping his eyes. Oh, oh. sleepy Matt. Water, sleepy. Sleepy mode. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Sorry, yeah. Um, y- yeah, you- you've been using these Variax guitars and stuff for, for years, haven't you? <clears throat> uh, yeah, I-, I had one of the, the original uh, Variax 300s. I- um, but yeah. I kind of feel dirty for having a digital, de- like, I've got my DD500. Digital delay. Yeah. <laughs> and, uh, I- and I've got the Line 6 um, uh, FM4. M5. M5. Okay, no, yeah. FM4, yeah. The, the big the M5s one. are wicked. You you need to get one of those uh, M5s. I thought about it, but then you know, if 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 I if I got the HX Stomp, then I probably don't need to do it. Um, it's like no, still built in. Definitely not. It's like a gateway uh, gateway pedal, that isn't it? First, you get your M5, <laughs> then then perhaps you go for like a, a, an old Pod XT or something, and then you're straight into Helix territory. I know Stu was <laughs> rocking an M5 for some time. Stu Tate, he was I'm, using one for ages. Yeah, he mod uh, he mods them, doesn't he? He, he puts a a favourite switch in in them or, or some something like that. If you he makes it so that you don't have to press both of the 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 buttons that are already on there to change your bank. He's got a bank change that his he's got a button that changes into the bank screen so you can up and down rather than having to press both of them at the same time. He's a he's a master banker, he's in the uh, uh <laughs> Yes. <laughs> the right old banker. So what else do you think it could be then? 
from Hedrosh. Yes, I, I I thought like uh, possibly an effects unit to to have a. What what are you up to, Matt? Are you what the are you struggling? Are you doing, man? <laughs> Trying to get myself another drink, but I've dropped it on the floor. <laughs> I was going to say, if you want to practice your steel pans, at least wait until this, the live cast's over. Um, yeah, so I was thinking that. Uh, I don't think they're going to go for anything more elaborate than the, the head rush, like a deluxe version, because I think it's it's pretty much all-encompassing. Maybe a rack unit, but I don't know. What they, what they want to do, right, is... <clears throat> they want to um, work out a way of uh, getting aftermarket sales and then they want to sell the their version of HX Stomp at a loss and then make the money back on after aftermarket sales. A bit like they do with the uh, H9. Okay, yeah, yeah. But I think so, the, the thing with that is um, the, the Stomp uh, and the, the Helix stuff all of the updates and, and the patches and all, all that are free for that. So you, you're instantly kind of onto a loser with with that kind of... Because people are thinking then it's uh, uh, less of a bargain. Well, yeah, but what they might be able to do is work... Uh, you know, Art, Artin's just said on here, you know, impulse responses or something like that. You know, if they, if they worked really hard at making some really classy impulse responses that they sold... Slightly cheaper than the you know the the really good ones that you get, but the same sort of quality. Then they could do it like that. But what you'll get is people buying it, thinking, "Oh, I don't need to buy that. I'll be happy with what's in there." And then like three months down the line, they'll be like itching, going, "Oh man, I really want to buy those new impulse responses." <laughs> get <laughs> I need to get them. Man. I need to get them. I'm guessing for them, man. But yeah, they'll outsell. They'll outsell. Well, they won't outsell. They'll never outsell. Um, line six, cause just because line six are so well established. Yeah, they they are ubiquitous, aren't they? But that being said, I, I do hear, I still hear about the headrest stuff. So it's not like uh, like line six have completely wiped wiped the floor with them. Unlike the uh, no. the the boss equivalent, the the GT was it the GT one thousand? I literally hear nothing do. about them. No, and um, you know Matty from from Boss um, and uh, Guitar Nerds, he he was telling me like just how much programming had gone into them to make them like give them proper push pull, uh, and he said he said that they were so much more in depth and sounded so much better just due to the the different type of programming. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. I think I think the association with the early GT models, they should have called it something different. A bit like Line Six didn't call the Helix the Pod. Yeah, they, they it was they the annotation with the Pod. Yeah. yeah, they should. If they changed the name with it, it would have been. Uh, it would, yeah, it would have been, been like a fresh fresh light for it, wouldn't it? Um, yeah, because from what Matt was saying, it is. It just. I yeah, think yeah, people yeah. just see it and just think, oh, it's just a, the next update to the uh, the GT10 or whatever it was called. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, so, yeah they had the GT10, the GT100, didn't they? Um, so, yeah. But but if it if it does truly compete with the um, the Helix stuff and the Headrush stuff, then people people should really be uh, be seeing it in the same the same 
as the same competition. But I, don't, I just don't think it is. I don't think it's, it's even mentioned anymore. Right, here, here's a bit of free advice to boss. Re-release <laughs> exactly the same thing and call it the double helix. <laughs> <laughs> Boom. <laughs> uh, so right, we're going okay. to end on one final bit of news because we're, we're approaching the... In fact, we've probably passed the hour now. Um, oh, yeah. Way Hoot. Wei Hugi. Wei Hugi. Wei Hugi. Hugh? Is it? Wei Huge? Uh, conspiracy Theory Professional Overdrive. Uh, so I, I literally haven't heard anything about this, but I. Uh, only released a couple of. Well, announced a couple of days ago. Okay. Uh, so <coughs> so what are we talking? It, it's a sugar drive. <laughs> it's, it's the MXR sugar drive. No, no, I'm joking. Um, MXR and Wayhuge are more or less the same company. Um, obviously, yep. different man behind one side than there is the other, but um, they, they very much overlap. Um, so, this is, this is a clone. This is a clone clone. The knobs on it are clone style clones, so the round ones with a little nipple on them. Excuse me, <laughs> young man. <laughs> we all love a little, little nipple every now and again. <laughs> It's called the conspiracy theory. It's a, you know, it's the, um, it's kind of a, a wood sort of effect on it, but it kind, of, it's very, very close to the same color as the golden clon. Um, yeah, it, it says on your thingy that it's, um, that it's, it's definitely gold inspired. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, it's it. There's there's no, uh, no subtlety behind what it's aiming for. Um, no, no, not at all. It does seem <coughs> like this is potentially like three years uh, behind the behind that like wave of interest. No, I don't know. I it's um, I yeah, that was my first reaction. But then you know there were people out there that when a company releases something, they go, oh that that that's going to be the best version of that because that company did it, and we we all get this whether it. Whether it be TateFX or whether it be Way Huge or whether it be you know uh, 4P or whatever, yeah, I often think when 4P bring out something, I often think now that's going to be the ultimate version, like because I know for sure, like exactly how much work goes. Well, I say exactly, I know how much work Adrian puts into it, and I've you know I've been there when he's been building pedals, and you know everything's built by the man, uh, and he, he yeah, knows he's exactly what he's doing. He's got a he's got a very fastidious approach uh, to design, so he won't he won't settle. He won't go. Oh well, that's that's good enough. He he will stick at it until it's the best version of that circuit that it can be. Yeah, and George Trips, I'm sure, is exactly the same. Um, you know, he's um, <clears throat> he's well known in the industry for being. A connoisseur, <laughs> yeah, you know. So um, I'm I'm sure it's really really good. Whether it's um, see the, the Archer is the the one that you really want, isn't it? Because that was co-built by Bill, wasn't it? Who who did the original clone? Okay, but the the guy who the Bill is didn't we discuss yeah, it a couple of weeks ago? He's re-released. Yeah, he's, re- um, yeah, he's doing few. doing them again, isn't he? But they go yeah. for for silly 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 money. Well, they Whereas, go for whatever people are willing to pay for them because they're all put up on eBay. Yeah, well, that's it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah so, so he's you know. he's kind of he's playing the hype, isn't he? 
fair play to the man. I was going to say, like other people have been making money off pedals he made for a while, so he's now finally getting in on it. Yeah, like I say, about three or four years ago, it was a case where every company was making a climb. I mean, the fact that EHX had their own take on it uh, that yeah. did pretty pretty well. So the Soulfood's a good pedal. Um, yeah, in that you know for, for that sort of price, I, I had one for ages. I've sold it now, but. Um, I'll tell you what was great about that was uh, I've got the Tate FX Brexit pedal and when you stack that with a soul food it sounds splendid it's a really good boost it was very British really? of you yeah splendid yeah. Yes. I had I had two soul foods on my board at one, part, one point I had one as a drive pedal and the other one as like a treble boost style oh. where I had the, the, the gain all the way down and just used the volume and, and tone <laughs> to kind of you know cut through the mix a bit I, I love those pedals. I mean, I've, I've moved on from them now, but it took me a couple of years. Have you heard of a company called Daddy Daughter Pedals? No. Oh, no. oh quickly, quickly. <laughs> I just realised Alex Miller has just joined thing. Alex, I'm wearing your shirt, mate. Woo! <laughs> <laughs> oh, uh, yeah, I mentioned his Revelation telly thing the other week on... Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. So. So he keep yeah he posted something up about it the other day as well, and it's uh it's still strange as balls, but I'm digging it. So kudos kudos to that man. So going back to it, was, uh, have you heard of a company called Daddy Daughter Pedals? Daddy Daughter Pedals. I haven't person. Okay, so oh. they they make a clon pedal called My Little Clo- My Little Clonny, and it's oh, got yeah, like yeah. a. a yeah, it's got like a, a pony sort of thing instead of like a, a centaur or whatever on it. And, uh, and he started making uh, dual clones to do exactly what you were saying, Matt. Right, okay, yeah. I mean, it's 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 a good idea. Like I say, I, I ran that as my rhythm and lead tone for, I would say, at least 18 months. I then was still using it as my rhythm sound when I got the, the TS-8, the TS-Mini. And was using that for a thing, but yeah, they're, they're it's definitely a, a, a good sound to use. I the only reason I moved on is because I like to tweak constantly, and no one's ever happy with their tone, are they? No. <laughs> I've been begging Stu to make a, a dual clon pedal and call it a uh, King of Clon. <laughs> he wouldn't do it. <laughs> no, he's uh, he's got he's got things in the pipeline, hasn't he? And I don't think they're clon inspired. No, no, no. He's got uh, he's got some good stuff on the way. Yeah. So yeah, this is this is the way huge conspiracy theory professional overdrive, which is a uh, um, the latest in a long line of new uh, clone um, clones. There you go. What it does so, differently, I don't know. It prop the idea with a clone clone is to not do anything differently. Really, is just to get as close to the original as possible. Really, isn't it? So that's it. But this one also does a fuzz. <laughs> built-in reverb <laughs> that'd be brilliant actually it's not a bad idea it is or it's like a terrible a, idea <laughs> or like a, a clon that does like the complete opposite of what a clon does so you could have like one side does the clon thing and then the other one has a complete like untransparent mid uh, <laughs> mid scoop or something yeah, it just makes your guitar sound nothing like your guitar. <laughs> there is a pedal out there that does that. It emulates different pickup uh, scenarios. So I saw um, Henning Did, Pauli... Uh, didn't Seymour uh, Dinkin do, do one? The Seymour Dinkin? See, 
Seamer Dinkin. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man. Um, no, there, there is this pe- pedal on it. You know, um, you say, oh, I want this, I want it to sound like humbuckers and it will make your single call sound like humbuckers and you can go through it. It might be in the same with Seymour Duncan, but I don't think it was. Yeah, I'm, yeah sure, I'm sure they, they had that one. Um, they also do that in a in a guitar. Sorry, where you can you know make what? your your single guitar your single chords sound like humbuckers. You can make it sound like an acoustic as well, and like a banjo and a sitar. Oh, your fairy axe, yeah, yeah. <laughs> very well. So, so yeah, that's the thing. Um, and I think that's that's where our, our news ends for today, and that's that's where we sign off for this week. So, okay. Yeah. So, um, if you want to want to chat with us guys online, uh, I mean, you are here in the pedal boards of doom. If you are viewing, if not, if you are in the uh, if you are in the the podcast and listening, uh, go over to pedal boards of doom on Facebook. Uh, make sure you join that as well because uh, every other Sunday we do a live podcast, which you can get your your voices heard on. Um, if you want to catch me online, you go Instagram.com slash budget pedal jump, YouTube.com slash budget pedal jump, and Facebook. Uh, the uh, It's not uh, slash budget pedal jump just yet on YouTube. Damn it. Um, we're close. We are close. Subscribe. Like and subscribe. Um, Facebook.com slash budget pedal jump. Um, Matt, you are hill underscore Matt Q on everything. Yeah, just everything. So we've got Twitch. We've got uh, Twitter, we got Instagram, Instagram. Uh, yeah. all of that good stuff. Everything. Uh, you're also part of the Bad Bookers podcast, so if you do like wrestling, uh, go over and check that out. And that's on iTunes, Acast, Bcast, Ccast, all of those. Yep. Um, Lee. So we've got Pedal Wards of Doom, the group, which most of you will be familiar with. Everyone listening here obviously will be because this is going out on the group. Um, then we've also got a page, we've got Instagram, we've got Twitter, we've got all of those which are you know, becoming quite popular. Uh, we've got a YouTube page which is also getting more and more subscribers. If you are not subscribed to that, please go, please, 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 please go and subscribe to our, our YouTube page. Um, um, and then obviously we've got the Pedalboards of Doom shop as well. So you can go there and you can buy things like Tate Effects and 4P pedals and all these sort of things. Um, we've got whatever there for sale and if you've got any questions about any of those pedals do hit me up on pedal boards at doom and ask me about them and i'll give you my honest uh, opinion on any of them and yeah yeah i mean i've tried a fair few as well so hi <laughs> um, hello so yeah um thank you for all of those people who have uh tuned in to to watch the cast today and thank you all listeners for for choosing us uh, for your podcast delights from myself Mr. Budget Pedal Chap from Lee Butterboardsdom and from Mr. Matt Quine say bye Matt bye Matt it'll be a tatty bye and good night for this week ta a bit bye we can wave as well people can see us we've been waving you just can't see us waving <laughs> Right, see you later. Bye bye.
Hey, I think we're on. <laughs> I caught you mid-drink. Sorry, man. Prop- are we properly on now? Are we? Are we streaming? <laughs> we, we we're streaming. Do you want me to? Do you want me to start it then? It might be an idea. All right, are we ready? <laughs> yeah. <laughs>